Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. If you're new here, what's up? Just just sit down. It's going to be it's going to be a riot. Okay, welcome back. It's your girl Slim. Slim Slimming Tim, Slim Sleep. Oop, not. Mm-mm. Listen, if you're new here, I fumble on my intros all the time. Whatever. Whatever. It's me, Slim Slimmington, Slim Risha, Slim. If you nasty. And <laughs> occasionally I go by Cassie. And Lyric, if you knew me in a past life. So today's episode is about fuck them people. <laughs> today's episode legit is about fucking people so i've been reading this book i think in my previous podcast i think with the the podcast i did with my sister um i was telling you guys that i was reading a book called set boundaries find peace a guide to reclaiming yourself by nidra glover tawab tawab i'm gonna um put her name in the description in the book um so you guys can see or i guess you guys can google it and find it she's a black woman if she wasn't i wouldn't be promoting it but anyway i digress i'm reading this book and i'm i mean i was kind of on this path or this journey or this like frame of mind for like a, a week or so now um to where I think I've been not giving a fuck, but like emotionally and energetically, I've really been like not giving a fuck. Case in point, randomly in the gro- uh, in the grocery store parking lot and um, I get out the car and I'm literally just walking into the grocery store and some random ass girl yells out, is that your hair? I know in your head you're thinking like, oh, that's not a big deal. But as a black woman, for people to say stupid shit like that, it's just like it's perpetuating the narrative that black women can't grow hair and don't have hair. But in that moment, I said, what did I say to her? I said, um, that's what did I say? I said, that's random as hell to ask or something like that. And um, just continue walking, which. I didn't even let it bother me or marinate in my spirit or anything like that. But it's just like, as I'm maturing and as I'm like really coming into my own, I'm just learning to really not give a fuck what people think about me. Because it's just like, why? Why? People hide their fucked up lives all the time. They hide who they are. They hide what they're about. They hide everything about themselves. Everything. And then they 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 uh project this image of oh I, I got my stuff together i'm i'm this i'm that and all of this other stuff when really if you put a flashlight on some people's lives their lives fucking suck so it's just like why would i be so fearful to put myself out there to like because of the ridicule of others it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because everybody is going through a struggle. Even the people who be trolling on the internet and talking about like, um, I seen a post today about Chloe Bailey and um, she was pretty much saying like, it's funny how y'all keep talking about me, but y'all really don't try to drag me because I don't have talent. Like the only thing y'all try to do is drag me on that I'm over sexualizing myself, but y'all really can't say nothing because I have talent. I have a lot of talent. And that's the thing. Ain't nobody about to tell me I don't have talent. Ain't nobody about to tell me I ain't a hustler. Ain't nobody, yo, anytime, and I've, I've been in some very depressed states. Anytime I've been at my lowest, and I don't want to say I've contemplated suicides. I've definitely contemplated running away and changing my identity. Absolutely, I have. I'm not even about to hold you. 
But it's just like, even in my lowest of lowest moments, Y'all know I'll be losing my train of thought. Even in my lowest of lowest moments. Um, dang, how I be forgetting what my train of thought that quick. Anyway, I was talking about not giving a fuck. Um, on this journey of not giving a fuck, I'm just starting to realize that sometimes I don't even have to even put my energy into the negativity that people do. Because it's just like, why? Why would I? What's the point? Like, I just felt a cool breeze. Even in my lowest of lowest moments, I never felt hopeless or like I couldn't go on. Never. Me, I'm the type of person I always have to have A, B, D. I have to have an A through J. I think I've said this on a podcast before. And even if three of them plans work or three of them plans are good ideas and then only one of them is like a rock solid one, it don't matter. I've never felt hopeless and I never felt like, oh, I'm not about, to, I can't do this. Or, no, I've always been a hustler. So it's just like, I was, even what got me thinking about that was I was looking at the reviews of my book, which I do from time to time. And if y'all didn't know, I do have a book out called The Miseducation of the Vagina. It's still available on Amazon. And I was thinking to myself of the criticism that I was getting, excuse me, not the criticism. Um, I had a comment on the book, actually two comments. Um, is it two or one? One of them, she gave me a one star. And then she left a real nasty comment. But at the end of the day, it's just like the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. So relating that back to my book, um, the book is called The Miseducation of the Vagina, A Comical Guide to Vaginal Health. Now, this is an entry level book for people who don't really know much about vaginal health, because as black women, we weren't taught much about it. It's becoming more mainstream now to talk about vaginal health and um, all like natural remedies and all of that other stuff. But at the end of the day, it says in the title, it's a comical guide. And outside of that, it's just like I was starting to really get infuriated that she left that comment. But then at the end of the day, it's n- number one, I was starting to think like it's probably somebody who know me and just wanted to leave a bad review. But it could be a stranger. And if it's not a stranger and if it is a stranger and if it is somebody like who cares? For real, who cares? Like I was actually going to snatch it off of Amazon and like revise it and then um, revise it because it's like, it's grammatical errors and the font is off and all that other, not the font, the font is not, um, congruent. It's like different fonts on different pages. Honestly, like it was just a, whatever. I'm not about to listen. I'm not about to explain my fucking book. I'm, I put a motherfucking book out. If you don't like the book, return it, get your money back. Matter of fact, that shit is free on Kindle. Manakir. Hear me good. Manakir. Like, I'm so past the point of being like, oh, does this person like me or this person like me? Like, I was starting to overthink today. And I was just like, why, though? Why? We put so much emphasis on others liking us. It's literally a sickness at this point. And I'm pretty sure social media has a lot to do with it. But at the end of the day, like, it's literally like a drug at this point. But people have kicked drug habits before, right? There's nothing new under the sun. People have kicked drug habits before. Like if you are consumed with social media and your life is consumed with people liking you or people giving you accolades or praise or anything like that, like you got to get over that, sis. And matter of fact, I'm going to suggest the book again. If you do live your life like that, you really need to get this book. 
Um, because you really need to set boundaries. And what I was learning in the book, bringing it back, what I was learning was that we often are depressed, lonely, sad. Like we all, like all of those negative emotions that we feel stem from not setting boundaries. Because if we stated how we felt with people, then we would feel clean within ourselves. Example. So I was talking to someone at in July of last year and um, we went out a few times. Um, we hung out a couple of times. Uh, I hung out at his house a couple of times. I met a couple of his friends and a couple of his family members. But either way, um, we, we just hung out. So he was he did something very inappropriate. And I told him that I was done with the situation. I didn't want to talk to him anymore, blah, blah, whatever, whatever. This happened at the end of last year, or was this before Thanksgiving? It might've been before Thanksgiving. I don't even know. Either way, he texted me like a week ago and was like, oh, um, asking me if he could come over because we were having like a snowstorm in North Carolina, which is stupid, but whatever. And I'm like, leave me and my boundaries in 2021. And I was very proud of myself that I said that because it's just like I, the way that I'm setting boundaries now, like I'm not about to allow anybody to make me feel bad for stating how I'm feeling about a certain situation. Like you're not about to make me feel bad. And I admonish you as a listener to not allow anybody to make you feel bad for saying no. Another another thing, this is loudly divorced. So we're going to talk about my ex-husband, right? So remember I told y'all in the previous episode, I don't even know if I scheduled that to be released. Either way, my my um, ex-husband and I had gotten, well, he attempted to um, gaslight me to start an argument. And I let him know right then and there, um, you know full and well what I said. You can sit here and make it seem like I'm just talking in circles or you don't understand what I'm saying or whatever the situation is. I said what I said and I'm not changing. Um I'm not about to argue with you. Yes, my tone is getting very stern and elevated, but that's just letting me know I need to get off the phone with you. We don't have to talk anymore. We have a child that is about to be a preteen. We don't have to have any conversations with each other. None. And and, and I'm going to be okay. And guess what? I hung up and I'm I'm free of it. Because it's it's no point in you trying to argue your point with somebody who is hell bent on misunderstanding you. The same with social media, the same with people in life. People know full and well what the fuck they be doing. Don't ever get it fucked up. Even if you explain something to somebody one time, maybe even two times. I'm the type of person, I'm not about to keep explaining nothing to you because you know what I said the first fucking time. And that's a boundary that I'm I'm setting and I'm, excuse me, that I'm enforcing. If I explain something to you and I explain it completely, we have a conversation about it and everything. The next time you do it is no next time after that. There's no next time because I've explained to you. And then I'm learning that I do be cutting people off, family, friends, lovers, anybody. I do cut people off, but it's for valid reasons. I'm a very understanding person. I talk to people. I try to understand people. I try to, and I don't like to lose people in my life because um, I don't like to be vulnerable, vulnerable with people. 
So me allowing somebody into my space at a certain level and a certain time is me saying, hey, I really value our our time together and our interactions with each other and the bond that we're building. So when I cherish that and I talk to you and I say, hey, when you did this, it made me feel X, Y and Z and you still continue to do it. What else do we have to talk about, love? What else do we have to talk about? Nothing, because at that point, you, you're just looking for me to continue talking and talking, because if I keep talking and talking, then I'm not noticing that you're crossing my boundaries. And that's not happening. It's not. We're not going to do date. We're not. So when I say you really got to set boundaries and really not give a fuck how people feel about it, you really have to be selfish with yourself and not selfish to the point where you're now becoming you're now having the same characteristics that the people who hurt you have. That's not setting boundaries. That's just repeating the cycle of abuse. I'm saying when you set the boundaries for yourself, when you set the standards for yourself, there is no way that you're going to allow other people to cross your boundaries. It's not. So you're just really not going to allow it to happen because you're just because when you have those boundaries set for yourself, you just don't. Let me tell you something. Emotionally, it's very I don't want to say it's very intense. It's a, the healing journey is not fun at all. When they say it's not fun, it's really not fun. It's a lot that goes into it. But when you really start to set the boundaries, it does feel very uncomfortable, especially if you are a people pleaser, you're codependent, you're used to doing everything for everybody and being everything for everybody. It's, it's very scary to set those boundaries. But trust and believe when you start setting those boundaries, you, it's, it's like something com- comes over you to where you really feel like you can do anything. I think I was using like, um, smoking weed and drinking to to mask the way that I was not setting boundaries with people because it would it would literally give me so much anxiety that I just really needed to smoke or drink just to kind of put my mind out of being present but now that I've stopped like drinking and smoking, like honestly, like I feel good. I have to stop saying honestly because I feel like it means that I'm I'll be lying about other stuff. Whatever. Um I like you you really feel good about it. Like I've been working out um semi-consistently, but I've also been journaling in both of my journals and making it a point to read at least at least five pages if I don't like if I'm feeling like I don't want to do anything for the night I'm gonna read maybe three pages I think tonight I read I read four pages just because it was the end of that particular chapter and I'm starting a new one but I'm just gonna make sure I read every night because if I'm telling my kids that they have to read every night why am I not reading every night when I got just as many books as them if not more that I start and read halfway and then don't read the rest. So <laughs> I need to practice what I preach. But honestly, now that I'm setting those boundaries with myself and setting the boundaries with my daughters and my parents, my family members, like the people I interact with, I really feel good. And I'm just, and this one time I was talking to my therapist and I was saying like, I'm scared of feeling good all the time because it's just like, what if the other shoe drops? And then she said, and what if it doesn't? She said, no, you're not going to be happy 24 seven all day, every day. She said, but when you're doing the work and you're setting those boundaries and you're, you're healing yourself and healing your trauma and stuff, she's like, you, you know, um, you're not going to be worried about 
how other people feel. You're not going to be worried about, you know, what, what, what if this person doesn't like you because you said this, because you're free of, you're free of the ridicule. You're free. And this is just me. You're free of the ridicule. You're free of the judgment. Like you're free of that stuff. And it really feels so good. I don't plan on having good days every day. I don't, I told myself I was going to stop yelling at my kids. And guess what? I wanted to knock my daughter block off today because I was joking with her, which I'm learning that she doesn't like when I joke with her physically, like I'll poke her stomach or something like that. And today she told me, I don't like when you poke my stomach. And I said, you know what? Okay. Because I got to respect that. I have to teach my daughter's boundaries early now, now, because I don't want them to get older and not have boundaries. When I was 23, I was drugged and raped. Now, although I could not have prevented that from happening because it was just something that happened, um, I always tell them now, when you're going out with someone, do not accept drinks from people. If you did not see somebody make that drink or if you have a drink and you're on a date or you're out somewhere with somebody, don't like give the drink back to like give the drink to the bartender. Hey, excuse me. Can you hold this really quickly? I'm going to go to the bathroom. Or if you're at a dinner table, I don't know. I just wouldn't be comfortable. Like, I just tell them, just don't accept drinks from people. If you don't see the person make the drink, then don't drink the drink. If you didn't see the person make the drink, don't take the drink. Don't drink it. And it's just like, I want to teach them boundaries now because I want them to understand that I don't, I don't want them to have to heal from their, uh, from their childhood which I'm sure they will have to because we have been through some things, but I want them to start the healing journey now so they don't have to get into their 30s, their 20s, their their teens, their 20s, and their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond having to heal from things that happened to them when they were younger, when they could have just learned how to set boundaries, right? Because we're becoming emotionally mature adults. We're healing after these traumatic marriages. Um, We're healing after these traumatic relationships. And we're moving forward with positivity. And a part of that is making sure the boundaries that you set for yourself, you instill in your children. (sighs) Y'all, sometimes it'd be so hard for me to stay on topic, but I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Like sometimes if you hit me spacing a little bit, I just forgot what I said, and I'm just still continuing to talk. But at the end of the day, who cares? You listening. <sighs> Anywho, that's pretty much all I wanted to say tonight. Um, also, I was really starting to feel some type of way because I did reach out to quite a few people and ask them like, oh, you know, can you be on my podcast or whatever? And they did agree and then stop communicating. Which I'm not really like upset about. I do find it more amusing than upsetting. Like before I would have really took it personal and I would have been like, oh, that's messed up. I would have created so many scenarios. All my people pleasers and like uh, codependent people know or anxious people know. I would have created so many scenarios in my head of why they didn't respond to me, why they don't want to be on my podcast, why, oh, maybe they feel like I'm this or that, or maybe they feel like it's not big enough, whatever the situation is. Now whatever. <laughs> like I, I'm lit. I'm funny. Like I, I, I've had this podcast for a minute now. And before the people that agreed to do the podcast with me, if y'all hear snoring, I didn't even mean to tell y'all, I meant to tell y'all that my daughter ain't hit sleep with me. Um, if what I was about to say, I don't allow that to 
bother me anymore because honestly like I the amount of topics I have like I really have enough episodes for a, a solid maybe like month because I record episodes and I record and I record and I record and sometimes I record intros or sometimes I record a topic and then I'll just record the episode later it's just like and then it's just like it's more people out there like it's even if you didn't feel like you wanted to be on it like I'm not going to be upset about it but I do find it, I find it very refreshing that I'm not as anxious about it as I was before. Or excuse me, I'm not as anxious about it as I would have been before. Like, I I feel clear, like I feel good. And with that being said, like in my journal, like my journal entry today was, um, I worked out. Because I told y'all, summer is mine. Just have a seat. Um, I worked out. And uh, I didn't eat as many calories as I should have did today. But I worked out and I took a nap. Yeah. I worked out and I took a nap. And I, I had a great day today. A great day today. And and that's okay. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I've gotten to a point where I'm just really at peace with myself mentally. Yeah. But anywho, that was pretty much what I came up here to say. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I say all the time, comment along below. Check me out. Um, I do have a page called Loudly Divorced for my podcast, and I'm going to start uploading and actually putting um, my information in the show notes or in the, uh, is it a bio for podcasts? I don't know. But anyway. Have a good night. Thanks for chilling with me tonight. Um, I'll check y'all another time. Peace out. And set boundaries. Stop letting people play with you. Stop letting people pay, play in your face. Because you ain't the one or the motherfucking two. No, excuse me. You ain't the two or the motherfucking three. You the one. <laughs> anyway, good night, y'all. Have a good one. <laughs>